Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode, I can't remember, of the Josh and Anna podcast. <laughs> this is December 31st. New Year's Eve. New, Year, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. <laughs> I can't even talk right now. I was just reading in Consumer Reports yeah. that a lot of the dark chocolates that you and I know and love and enjoy frequently mm-hmm. have very high amounts of heavy metals, yeah, lead, well- cadmium, bad, dangerous substances, and they're in... The chocolates we we currently have in listen, our pantry. Listen, I am so tired of life because <laughs> we try to do so good. You know, we try to take the things that are harmful and substitute them by better things. So I made dark chocolate, very dark chocolate, my treat. Um, and I didn't even like very dark chocolate, but I learned to like it. So we ate like 78% dark chocolate now. But that confirms my theory on the first episode of our podcast that I said that everything out there is, you know, out to kill you. But Everything's trying to kill you. That's, yes. that's her favorite quote. <laughs> yeah, some things, some things just kill you slower than other things. But For mm. those of you watching the video and not listening to the podcast without video, I'm showing the article from Consumer Report. Lead and cadmium could be in your dark chocolate. So essentially, Consumer Report did a third-party scientific lab analysis on several popular brands from Trader Joe's to Giardelli to Linden, etc. And I know, I know, I'm I'm upset too because one of our favorite chocolates, the one we currently have in our pantry that we eat almost every night, a small square of, is the Linden 70% Coca. I think we even have one that's like 78%. Yeah, that's that's my favorite, 78%. Turns out it's 116% higher than the baseline in cadmium, which means if you eat exorbitant amounts of this frequently, you're going to get cadmium poisoning. And according to the NIH, cadmium poisoning can lead to a whole list of issues from peripheral nervous, cardiovascular, urinary, reproductive, skeletal. The list goes on. That is all from cadmium poisoning. That's horrible. That's horrible. And like so many people, I think, would switch from milk chocolate or something else to dark chocolate to try to be a little healthier because it's lower in sugar. It supposedly has better antioxidants. It's fermented. I didn't even know that. That's that's awesome. So Mm -hmm. you're trying to make a better health decision. And little do you know, you could actually be poisoning yourself. And of course, Linden isn't going to tell you, and they don't have any financial or economic incentive to test their own products like that, because right. if they ever find anything, what do they do? Yeah. Source their coca beans from someplace more expensive and take a cut in their margins? No. Of yeah. course you're not going to do that. Is that even possible, you think? I don't know, because if it comes from the soil uh-huh. and the plants are getting these heavy metals leaching out of the soil into the bean itself, it goes to reason that there could be some soils that are less contaminated than others. Right, but are those soils in places where cocoa bean grow? I don't know, and that's a very good question. Right now, it was funny, not funny, but like interesting that two weeks after Consumer Report published this, Hershey got sued by a a class class action lawsuit. Let me show you here. This is NPR, Hmm. and this just came out yesterday. Hershey faces a lawsuit over heavy metals in its dark chocolate bars. (laughs) Because they were on the list. This is the thing, people. This is a thing. This is what happens. You I know. don't even like Hershey's. I mean, I didn't even know they did dark chocolate because their I, milk I, chocolate tastes like... Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't either. I thought they just made the Hershey bar and maybe some other things. Mm-hmm. But it turns out they did. Um, and they're getting sued. The lawsuit is seeking $5 million from Hershey's, uh, calling it advertising and marketing campaign for the dark chocolate bars false, deceptive, and misleading. 
The plaintiff's lawyer argued that the Hershey, if Hershey had disclosed it, people wouldn't have bought it. And that's true. Can you imagine if the label said, warning, has toxic heavy metals inside of it? But do they are they like a lot higher than those other ones that we just looked at? Do well, we let's know see. that? Let me, let me look. Okay. Let's see what the bars from Hershey. Here we go. Holy oh, cow. Wow. <laughs> They're one of the worst. Yeah, that's a lot. Hershey's special dark, mildly sweet chocolate has 265% um, above the baseline for lead. Wow. So cadmium is at 30%. It's pretty low. Mm -hmm. I still would love it to be zero. <laughs> How great would it be if it was 0% cadmium? <laughs> yeah. But lead, I mean, there is a lot of lead in here. Yeah. And we just read the um, Mayo Clinic symptoms list for lead. It's horrible. Uh, yeah. It's horrible. So what, what do you do, right? You just, you, you do the best you can to get educated. Um, you, you wonder, okay, so what if you're like us and we've been eating these things regularly? Yeah. The chances of us, if we got, if we got our blood tested or I don't know how they screen that, but let's say it's a blood test. If we got a blood test and they found heavy metals like lead and cadmium in our, in our blood at, at dangerous levels, uh -huh. which I don't know what they determine the threshold for dangerous versus safe. Yeah. I would imagine all of it's dangerous, but yeah. it's just shades of I gray. I prefer to have none. I would love to have none. <laughs> it turns out that you can excrete these heavy metals in various ways, meaning your, your waste products, mm -hmm. like your urine and mm -hmm. also your sweat. Yes. And I just saw one of my favorite doctors, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, um, made a tweet the other day showing that sauna may help excrete heavy metals lead is excreted 14 times more in sweat and cadmium is excreted 11 times more in sweat than urine wow so if you go into a sauna mm -hmm. the average sauna session at like 180 degrees fahrenheit 170 and you have um i think 15 to 20 minutes inside of a sauna yeah they say the average male adult will sweat about 0.5 kilograms of sweat that's a lot of sweat it's like a pound of sweat that's a lot of sweat and so basically what she's trying to make the argument for is that, yes, you have these issues like, and she brought up consumer report analysis, finding high levels. So yeah, you have these issues with heavy metals being in our foods, but one thing we can do to counteract that other than just avoiding these things we know are bad mm -hmm. is to go to the sauna regularly. Yes, which we do. We try to do. <laughs> we definitely try to do. It coincides with us going to the gym, which sometimes we avoid. So we probably don't go to the sauna as much as we'd like, but I mean, it's- Listen, you suggested going to the gym today. He had the audacity of telling me, let's go to the gym on a Saturday afternoon on New Year's Eve. And I said I was only going to go if I could go directly to the sauna. Right. Because the sauna is kind of nice. You know, it likes it. It's like a warm hug. It's super nice. It's yeah. super nice. And you know what's interesting? I started looking up and the sauna benefits are so vast. It's not just being able to sweat out heavy metals and other toxins. Yeah. Some of the benefits they're talking mm -hmm. about today in 2022. For sauna. For sauna is better physical fitness and endurance. Mm -hmm. Lower risk of dementia and Alzheimer's, wow. which I think is amazing. Um, extend life and health span, which mm -hmm. that was never a claim 10, 20 years ago. Cellular repair lowers chronic inflammation, mm -hmm. better immunity, lower risk of infection, excretion of heavy metals via sweat which we just talked about mm -hmm. improved mental health and less depression which they've known about for years mm -hmm. lowers cholesterol and hypertension risk which they've known for 10 years and better mood response to endorphins mm -hmm. um, so this is this is actually pretty amazing when you're looking at all of these together right but one thing i'm discovering mm -hmm. is that these different mechanisms in the body whether it's your brain health 
your cardiovascular system, your immune system, a lot of these things tend to be connected. So when one of these areas suffer, the other areas can suffer as well. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're not a heart and lungs and eyes and you're a body. Right. You know, everything is connected and um, the body is very efficient. It, it uses and reuses things and, and it does multiple things at once. So it makes sense yeah. that one thing will harm multiple areas of your body and something might help multiple areas of your body. Exactly, which it, I, which gives me, which motivates me yes. to look into the benefits of these things because if I'm able to strengthen my cardiovascular system, right. it seems to have the ancillary benefits of strengthening your immune system as well. So right here in JAMA Internal Medicine, this was coming out of the Swedish studies Dr. Rhonda Patrick runs through this with her her podcast she just released. She did a deep dive into these studies and mm -hmm. the sauna benefits. Mm -hmm. um, let me let me share this on the screen real quick for people watching the video. Um, this is just a screenshot from the video itself. But basically, this speaks to the dose dependent results. Where mm -hmm. if you go two to three times per week, um, you get a twenty two percent reduction in all course mortality um, and cardiovascular issues. And four to seven times per week, that jumps all the way to 63% reduction. That's a lot. That's huge. That's absolutely massive. And so it's great to go the amount of times that we're going, which is about two to three. Yeah. If we were able to up that from four to four to six, you're seeing a 3x, yeah. a 3x improvement. Yeah, that's impressive. And maybe we can continue eating that chocolate because we're excreting <laughs> out all this stuff from our... I'm eating while I'm in the sauna. While I'm in I'll the take sauna. take it with me. Heavy metals in, heavy metals out. <laughs> You know, but again, we're probably going to get those chocolates out of our um, out of our pantry and not buy them again because I still do not know the rate at which these heavy metals are entering my body, yeah. and I don't know the rate at which they're leaving. All I know is is sweating seems to get them out very efficiently, at least more efficiently than urine, but it's not good to have them in the first place. Right. I mean, it's very exhausting to try to live longer. It is. This it's is what absolutely. I've been learning. All of these months doing research about health, this is what I've been learning. It's very exhausting to try to live longer. Being healthy is exhausting, but in my opinion, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, we're, we're very young, and every time we get slightly sick, we go like, oh, this sucks. This sucks more than anything. Imagine being chronically sick. I can't Chronically imagine. ill and dependent on drugs that you know, you know, help you, but they're more... It's a trade-off. They're not actually solving the problem. They're bringing you so much bad things with it, but you have to take them otherwise. Otherwise, you die or you you can't handle whatever it is that you're facing. So it is worth it. I, I it is, and there's no cure-all. Like if you if you have that genetic predisposition and you have an issue and you get cancer, for example. It wasn't like you got cancer from that chocolate you ate or right. from not exercising. Right. Some people just have this issue or genetic conditions, you know, and all these different issues. So I think there's like a certain amount where there's in life you don't have control. Yeah, I mean, there's so much in life that you don't have control. I mean, you, you have stories of people that smoke their entire lives and never have uh, lung problems or anything like 80 that. 80 years and, old and they're still smoking a pack a day. And people that have never smoked in their entire life and have lung cancer and they die from it. And it's just like, that's just what life is. Sometimes, you know, it's not luck. You know, sometimes you, you try really hard and it pays off. And sometimes that was just, I believe in it. I believe, and we have different opinions on this, but 
I believe that we cannot extend our lives at all. I believe that you can choose the quality of life that you live, but I, I believe that the our time is our years. time. Yeah. Okay. I can't, I can't extend my life, but I can make my life better. I tend to be, and I appreciate that opinion. <laughs> I tend to be more on the other side of the camp. I know. Being an optimist in that I'm not saying you can infinitely expand one's life, uh-huh. but I believe it's possible to expand the number of years mm. given lifestyle choices. And I think one day that the scientific community will reach a point where you'll be able to extend it quite a bit further. Mm. I'm not talking thousands, but I think we'll, I think the average person making the average salary could live to be 150, 200 if they wanted to. Mm. So I think that they'll get there. Yeah, you're way more optimistic than I am. I do not have that hope at all. If you guys are interested in understanding where I might be coming from, I would encourage you to look up um, uh, David Sinclair, Dr. David Sinclair, and some of his research. Uh, all he does is he's on the cutting edge looking at health and longevity right? and trying to push the body to its limits, discover what is aging, mm-hmm. what's the actual mechanism, and then what science can do, what medicine can do to try to uh, slow it down yeah. and also reverse it entirely. Right. That's what he's doing. It's kind yeah. of the holy grail of medicine. Yeah. But it's, in some people's opinions, a pipe dream. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, he does not look his, his age at all. No. He looks a lot younger. Lying. He's like on his 50s. Yeah, he looks like he's He in looks his, like his 30s. Early, early yeah. for, late 30s, early 40s. Yep. You know, so that, that speaks to it. But he takes uh, quite a bit of supplements that we don't have access to as, yeah. as people without a PhD who can write these things. But yeah. But anyway... That wraps up the podcast. Thank you guys for watching. Leave any comments down below. Tell us what you think about saunas or if you're interested in doing that. Uh, Let us know if there's any other topics you'd be interested in us covering, and we'll try to fit that in with the next episode. Yeah, 2023 is going to be the next episode. New year, new us. Happy new year. All right, that was embarrassing. (laughs) I'll see you guys later. Have a good week. Have a good year. Bye.